This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome to another episode of the Drop Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Descott. The Drop is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Go to their website. A lot of great podcasts. If you don't like sports, they've got something for everybody. Men, women, teenagers. Everybody can find something on lineupmedia.fm. You can find other blues podcasts, Cardinals baseball podcasts, football podcasts. A great place to go to if you're looking for a great podcast. The Blues played their second game and two nights against the Avalanche. The Avalanche, as I predicted, would be a better team. And like I said before, I don't know if that's going to qualify to be a team that makes the playoffs or if they're just going to be better and more competitive. Uh, they're 4-3 and three going into this game. Uh, the Blues are 5-2 and two and in first place in the Central Division. The Avalanche have a very fast young team. And, of course, they've got Duchesne, and uh, he still wants to be traded. And if I was Colorado, I would try to get something for him as soon as possible. Because if they wait and wait and wait, I think they're going to not get as much for him because teams know they're, they're going to be desperate. So that's enough going into the game. Carter Hutton would be playing the back-to-back games, and he's played that so far and, and switched off with Jake Allen. And I think that's the way it's going to be for the rest of the year. Carter Hutton's a great number two, can come in and spell Jake when he needs a rest or on back-to-back games. He's played very well, and he would start off this game playing very well and had to make some great saves, including this one in the first period against the Avalanche. Eric Johnson across. Now it comes in tight for Rantanen. Johnson winds up, a shot right on, rebound. Hutton is down, another shot. Knocked out of midair, maybe by Joel Edmondson. He may have saved a goal. That sequence was a little bit before the 14-minute mark of the uh, first period, and the Blues had to weather a little bit of a storm there from the Avalanche. But, you know, when they've had to do that, it's turned out pretty good for them. They've not really played bad in most games this year, including the two losses. I thought they played decently. Uh, you know, a little standing around at times, but uh, this game I thought they looked pretty good for a team that's tired, a team that's playing in the um, the atmosphere of, of the Denver, Colorado area. Guys, that air is thin. I mean, it's terribly thin. If you've ever been out there, you, you get in the airport and you start walking, you're walking down the airport, you can tell something's up after about five minutes of walking. Your, your lungs start feeling funny. So imagine having to skate around and be at a fast pace. The Blues weathered the storm, but they weren't going to keep Colorado out for this whole game. Colorado was just flying around. And about a minute after that last sequence, they were able to get a goal uh, from uh, Kerfoot and put them up one to nothing. Rob's right near side, McKinnon back up top. McKinnon, side of the net, Brandon got a chance to love But then a great pass sets up Kerfoot for his second NHL goal. Michael, he, he, he's got something, doesn't he? Oh, I, he I, does. He, you know, when you watch him play, nice pass by Renton and down low. Here's the first real good opportunity. It was the first really good opportunity for the Avalanche. They had put some pressure on Hutton, and he had made a few good saves. But this was their best chance, and they took full advantage of it. And the goal by Kerfoot gives him a one to nothing lead. 
at the 13 minute and 40 seconds into the first. It was a power play goal. Just goes to show you guys, power plays, you give them up, it kills you. That was Kerfoot's second goal of the season. Comfort gets his third assist. Rantanen gets his sixth assist, and they're up one to nothing. The rest of the first period, and I had some exciting moments, but I wouldn't say it was the most exciting game I've watched this year. So the Blues uh, get out of the first period. They're only down one to nothing. And I think that's pretty good for a team that played the Blackhawks the night before, had to travel from St. Louis to Denver, and then put up with that thin air. I thought the Blues had a pretty good first period. Going into the second, you know they're wanting to get a jump. You know that Paul Stasny's wanting to do something against his former team where he started his career, and he did do something just 39 seconds in. Paul Stasny gets his third goal of the season to tie this one up at one apiece. Great stick there by Petrangelo. And now the Blues are three on two. It's Stasny to the net. A shot. He scores! Point number 600 for Stasny here in Denver, and it's 1-1. A great wrist shot by Stastny after the Avalanche had too many men on the ice, but a turnover and a pickoff in the defensive zone for the St. Louis Blues leads to an odd man rush. And boy, Stastny has proven time and time again that he has got a lethal wrist shot. Here's the one too many passes by the Avalanche. Now through the neutral zone, Tarasenko feeds him. And with time and space, Paul Stastny, the former Avs, rips it by the stick side on Jonathan Bernier for point number 600. Great pass by Tarasenko. Awesome pass. You know, a lot of people know him as a scorer throughout the league. But this guy's a great passer. That would be Stastny's third goal of the year. Tarasenko's fourth assist. Petrangelo's seventh assist. Great season so far for Alex. Nice to see him getting in on more plays. Scoring goals, getting those assists. He's going to have a big year if this keeps going. 39 seconds into the second, the Blues come out firing. It's tied at one apiece. You know, Colorado's not going to give up. They're a young team. They've played better this year. And they would test Carter Hutton again about eight and a half minutes into the second period. And he would have to come up with a big save to keep this game tied. Of boards, but the Blues get back to play it. Edmondson checked, though. Look out in front of drive and a glove save. Okomo on a rolling puck. Didn't get it all. And Hutton made the save. Yeah, but that's the alertness and, and the uh, the complete focus and concentration of the goaltender. Those knuckle pucks are not easy to catch. Yeah, that puck was really bouncing around last night. A lot of knuckle pucks, a lot of pucks coming out strangely out of the corner. And it would have something to do with the game later on. But it was just a strange night with them puck bounces. Very strange. Uh, I hope people got to watch that. It was like the pucks weren't frozen before the game. Uh, the boards were acting funny. Something was going on. But it didn't affect the Blues. The Blues kept rolling, and they would get the go-ahead goal by Jaden Schwartz uh, 12 minutes and 33 seconds in to give him a 2-1 to -one lead in this fun game to watch. The face-off, Petrangelo, a high howitzer. And that hit glass. Now Sabot to Petrangelo again on goal. Rebound, they score! Jaden Schwartz! And the Blues lead it 2-1. to one. Oh, does he sniff it out. That puck is loose, and he is relentless in attacking where that puck is. How he saw it, I don't know. A hard shot from the left point with traffic in front, and Jaden Schwartz, looks like he's got stick'em on the end of his blade right here. Gets to the front of the net after Sabotka makes the pass to the point. There's the shot, bang, right in there as he's fallen down. Great goal from Schwartzy, great pass from Sabotka. Yeah, Sabotka's played very well, gets his fifth assist on that. Petrangelo gets his eighth assist, second assist of the game. Jaden Schwartz gets his sixth goal. Jaden's been hot as heck. 
and the Blues go up 2-1, 12 minutes and 33 seconds into the second. They kept the pressure on after that, and it was so nice to see because they quickly came back with another goal by a great rookie who's been playing well, and I'm glad the Blues are playing him. Vince Dunn gets his second goal of the year on a great sniper shot, 13-25 in. The Blues are up 3-1. to Had Tarasenko on left wing, but that was blocked. Stasny in front. Here's Dunn right in, shoots, he scores! Dunn off the goal post, he gets it done, and the Blues lead it 3-1. to one. That's a confident maneuver there by Dunn. He just comes in on the short side and rifles it off the pipe and in the net. The Blues are buzzing in the offensive zone, taking advantage of that goal by Jaden Schwartz. Three straight goals here in the second period. There's Stastny again with point number 601. Great shot by Dunn, rings around, goes in. Just nice to see the young kid making progress. He's played very, very well. He's got a good shot. I think he's going to be a decent offensive threat for the Blues. Uh, you know, he's, He doesn't give up. He's one of those type of players, kind of like a Robbie Fabry type guy, just doesn't give up. But I think he's got a better shot than Fabry. And, whoa, don't, don't start yelling at me and sending me emails about how great Robbie Fabry is. I know how good Robbie Fabry is. But Vince Dunn's coming along. Blues are just loaded with with youth, and he's just an example of it. Dunn gets his second goal uh, of the year. Stasny gets his fifth assist. Stasny's having a great night playing against his former team. Bortuzzo gets an assist, his second of the year. 13-25 in. The Blues are up 3-1. to one. But you know Colorado's not going to give up. And late in the game, they really tested Carter Hutton. And Carter Hutton had to make a great, great save to keep this game at 3-1. Uh, to one. I mean, it was a huge save. And it was an excellent glove save by Carter Hutton. 19 minutes and 35 seconds in was just a little bit left in the second period. Good shift by the Avalanche. And now Petrangelo. Oop. Checked by Duchesne. And a drive. Oh, what a save on Landeskog by Connor Hutton. Thanks for coming, my friend. Oh, you are right about that, John Kelly. And he just fires that puck out there like, like that's nothing. Just a can of corn there for Hutton. Given the glove side after the Avalanche had plenty of pressure in the offensive zone. Great save by Carter Hutton. Just an excellent save. And it was funny. He just kind of acted like it was no big deal after that save. It's kind of funny to see. But, uh, you know, he just was sat there just like, oh, my God. Uh, you know, Landis Gog was just shocked that Carter Hutton made that save. I think he thought this was uh, going to be a much closer game after this. And, uh it wasn't. It was not meant to be, but uh, Colorado's going to keep putting the pressure on. We go out of the second period. The Blues want to come out strong in the third. I thought they came out pretty well, but Colorado, I thought, came out pretty good. And and uh, this team's young team's not going to give up, and that's a good sign for the Avalanche fans. You know, young teams sometimes get frustrated, but this team doesn't seem like that type of team. And they were able to come back and get another goal early in the third period to make this a close game at three to two. Himself going to try to drive to the front of the net, and he did. And then the, the defenseman Bortuzzo ran over Hutton wide open in front. Will they count it? Yes, that's a goal. Boy, Como is going. How long is it going to take for me to get this puck? <laughs> but it counts, and now it's a three-to-two game. Michael, are they going to dispute this? Are they going to coaches challenge this because? Como was the man that came in on top. Now watch Como. Does he drive the defenseman on this play right into the goal? Watch, watch this right there, Mike. This, is that a push? 
And now look, he, he can't possibly get up, and then he ends up tripping the defenseman. Like, Hutton couldn't get up, and then the defenseman tries to get up and go to the net, and Hutton's stick gets caught and trips him. <laughs> it was Keystone Cops out oh there. Oh my gosh. And then and you can just see Cobo, come on, come, come on. on. No. Colorado gets the credit for the goal, but I'm going to tell you guys, that was just a bad, bad call. It was definite that Carter Hutton was interfered with. No questions asked. I know if you're of an Avalanche fan, you're saying, no way, that was a fair goal, but come on, guys. You know, even if it is for your team, you've got, you've got to be fair. That was not a goal. It should not have been a goal. It should have been waved off. But what can you do sometimes? There's not much you can do at all when it comes to stuff like that. You just got to keep moving forward and and try to do your best. Uh, that would be Blake Como's first goal. Wilson's second assist. Kerfoot gets his second assist. Four minutes and three seconds into the third, we're at 3-2. to two. The Avalanche, I thought, played pretty good in the third period, but the Blues were up to the task. In fact, they were not only up to the task, they put pressure on Colorado, and they took the lead nine minutes and five seconds in on this goal by Robert Bertuzzo to give them a 4-2 to two lead. Blues are 0 for 2 now. Here's play in front. What a pass. And a backhander to Bertuzzo. He scores! Bertuzzo, what a play! And the Blues take a 4-2 lead. Oh, the little fellow with some sick mitts right there. Flatty Saboka looks like he's going to try the wrap, and he feeds Bortuzzo, who had an extended conversation with the referee after that challenge went awry. And with Bortuzzo asking the referee for this one here, it's not called goalie interference. It ends up being a goal by Blake Como, but Bortuzzo, who has been strong. What a pass here by Saboka. How does he see him? Great pass by Sabotka. That goal had a lot to do with uh, Bortuzzo, but man, had a lot to do with Sabotka too. Excellent pass, uh, pass by Vladimir, and it gives the Blues a 4-2 to two lead. That was Bortuzzo's first goal of the year, Sabotka's sixth assist. Sammy Blay, the rookie, gets his first assist. 4-2 to two Blues, 9.05 in. Colorado would continue to put pressure. You know, they, like I said, they're, they're a young team, and sometimes young teams give up. They did not give up. In 15 minutes and 40 seconds in, a guy who had a big game and played great all through all three periods for the Avalanche, Alexander Kerfoot, gets his third goal of the season and his second goal of the night to make this a much closer game at 4-3. to three. Through this game, he produced. Got a goal and assist. Oh, here's a chance. Back in. the Avalanche get a goal and it is now a four to three game that was Alexander Kerfoot's third goal of the year second of the night Duchesne gets an assist his fourth and Barry gets his fifth assist of the year 15-40 and it's a four to three game not much after this the Avalanche thought they'd scored a goal and according to some people they did score a goal but uh, this is wrong I don't care what they're trying to say here that the NHL come back and said that this game that that goal should have been counted I, I don't care that's wrong they're trying to say that he cleared, he had the puck, cleared the zone, and brought it back in. Here's the problem with that. He got the puck while he was over the line. 
he got the puck, the Avalanche player did, while he was over the line. So he was in his offensive zone in the Blues end. The puck goes over the blue line. He's two feet in. That's offsides. Regardless of whether you bring that puck back out and bring it back in, it is offsides. The Avalanche and the Avalanche fans have nothing to say about that. You cannot have a puck pass to you when you're two feet in. He was two feet in the zone. He's offsides. Doesn't matter. So Avalanche fans, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Denver Post, you're wrong. That was not a good goal. It should have been called offsides, and the goal should have been disallowed. Anyway, the Blues win this one 4-3. to three. You know, A lot of controversy on it, but that's my thoughts on it. Everybody, anybody knows that watches hockey, you cannot be in an offensive zone. Have the puck come to you while you're in that offensive zone. The puck has to come over the line first. The player clearly got the puck in the offensive zone. He clearly brought it back out of the offensive zone and back in. That doesn't clear anything. He's still offsides from the previous fact. He was two feet in when he received the initial puck. So he's offsides. He is definitely offsides. So, you know, enough of that. Let's go ahead and get into the stats of the game. With the win, the Blues go 6-2-0. The Avalanche fall to 4-4. 28 shots on goal for the Blues, 41 for the Avalanche. You know, the Blues have let in, I believe, 40 shots already six or seven times this year. That's not good. Not a good sign. They're winning, but it's going to catch up to them. Uh, they were 0 for 2 in the power play. Colorado was 1 for 2. The Blues actually won the faceoff battle 52% to 48%. We've got Stasny had a goal, his third of the year in assist. Schwartz had a goal, his sixth. Uh, we've got a goal from Dunn, the rookie, his second. Bertuzzo gets a goal, his first. Petrangelo had two assists. Hutton made 38 out of 41 saves. On the Avalanche side, we've got Kerfoot had two goals. His second and third of the year, he had an assist. Como had a goal. Duchesne had an assist. Barry had an assist. And, and uh, the goalie, Bernay, Bernay, sorry, had 24 saves. So the Blues win this one. Uh, you know, controversy. I don't think there's any controversy. And I don't care what the NHL office says after the game, that it was a missed call, that it should have been a goal. I know I'm harping on this, but it's common sense. The player cannot be in the offensive zone. Have the puck pass to him, and he's already in the offensive zone. Bring the puck back over the blue line and come back in. That's not resetting anything. That's not resetting the offsides. He's offsides. So, anyway, let's go ahead and get into the uh, post-game interviews. We'll hear from uh, Stasny, Bertuzzo, Hutton, and, of course, Coach Kett, Craig Beribe, to hear what they all thought about the Blues win. Really think about it, and then they got brought up to me like the last couple of games. Dad brings it up and stuff like that. So it's kind of turned out good. It's kind of unique, special to kind of get it here. We're you know home basis for me, so it's uh, for our family and friends. It's always fun, but uh, you know if we don't get that win, I don't think it doesn't feel as special. So that was good. You still live here in the off season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so how many? Family and friends got to see it. Well, luckily, all my family moved out of Denver, so I didn't have to get didn't have to get them tickets. But uh, had a bunch of friends here, so it's uh, you know I always have six, seven, eight people come, and um, you know it seems like every time we play these guys, it's always a good game. And uh, didn't come easy tonight. I think a couple of bad bounces, but but our goalie was good, and then uh, found a way to squeeze it out. It's kind of a play you, you think might be blown down, but uh, you know, obviously, if the ref sees my contact, it doesn't get blown down, and uh, it's a helpless feeling. Um, I can't imagine from his point of view. Um, you know, fortunately, we just got the win, and, and he was huge. And then on your goal, 
What uh, talk about that one? Um, just creeping in. Um, you know, and obviously a, a couple nice plays actually coming out of the corner. And, you know, I don't think uh, Saboka even looked at me till till the puck was in the net. You know, it was, it was an incredible pass, and uh, you know, I'm just fortunate to put it home. Yeah, we get you know get a lot of goals. You haven't had a lot of goals in your career. To to get one in a situation like this where you just had some at the other end had to be. A yeah, good you know, I think me and the ref who called it a goal looked at each other and had a good chuckle, and you know, it's almost as things evened out there. So, um, like I said, we're we're just happy to get a win and move forward. Uh, four three win on the road. <laughs> yeah, you know, I obviously uh, interesting interesting game. You know, a lot of different storylines. I think they go on, and uh, you know, I think gutsy performance. We stuck with it. You know, they make it three to, three two right, and then uh, you know, Bobo gets a big goal, and then they get another. <laughs> I, I would say two fortunate bounces. Um, you know, fortunate plays for them, and you know, a couple empty nets, and that's the way it works sometimes. You know, what I mean, usually those goals happen once a year. You know, and I got two in a period when I, I thought a night where I was playing really well. I thought I had a really big second period. Um, you know, I, I think it's a gutsy performance by our team, especially with, uh, you know, back-to-back, -back, a lot of travel. You know, this isn't an easy road trip, and this is a good hockey team. They're fast, they show their speed, and, you know, we battled and we found a way to win. As you said, fortunate bouncers, but would you also call them bizarre? Yeah, you know, the one the one that kicks out, I, I thought there was a couple weird bounces on that one corner, but it, the puck, it was kind of when the puck was in the air, you know, something I kind of pay attention to, and I had a few rims that I got to, and the puck was getting pretty close to me and then just kicks out, and, you know, that's just the breaks. That's a tough bounce. I'm a puck handling goalie, and that's you live and die by it. And, uh, you know, the other one, I, I don't really agree with the call, but, you know, it, from my perspective, I thought he got pushed. You know, you can see the extra bump, and I think without that extra bump, we probably can maintain position, and, you know, I don't go sliding into the corner, but, you know, the ref made his decision, and, you know, I just think that, uh, from my perspective, you know, you're supposed to be protected in the blue, but, you know, what's done is done, and I thought we bared down and we were able to find a way to win. And how much did you enjoy once getting that back for you? Yeah, it was great, you know what I mean? Obviously, uh, you know, we're two Thunder Bay boys, you know, I think uh, I think our buddies are going to be all over that video clip of us uh, lying on top of each other, tobogganing into the corner there, and uh, I know I, he was getting up, then I was getting up, we're falling down, and but, you know, it was just, uh, he was stuck on me, I think, and whatever, it happens, and, you know, it's one we'll laugh about now because we got the win. I thought it was a good battle. I mean, uh, we had a real good second period. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> they came at us hard in the third period, and they got a couple favorable bounces, but uh, mm -hmm. we hung in there, and, you know, we won the game. It's it's It was a tough game. That third period is the second game of back-to-backs yeah. for you guys, and then just pucks start bouncing, and things start happening, and weird things. A tough one to keep focused through? through no, I thought their guys were focused. It, uh, you know, there was a long time where there was, wasn't any stoppage of play, and, um, mm -hmm. you know, they kept coming and coming, and they made it hard on us. Uh, it's a good hockey team over there. Uh, where to begin? Bortuzzo has the strange play where he ends up on top, but then for him to get the, not a guy that scores a lot of goals, but to come through in that situation to get that goal. Yeah, it's great to see. You know, he battles hard for us every night. Uh, great team player, and, you know, it's nice to see him get a big goal like that for us. And to see Stastny get a milestone yep. goal here and start things off. Yeah, he's been a real good player this year for us, and, um, you know, obviously centering our top line, and um, he's just does everything for us all around player so um, he, he was at a big big game tonight that was coach Craig Berube of course he's the assistant coach for the Blues I guess coach Mike needed a break and uh, Craig was there available for the interview so nice to hear from a different guy nice to hear from you uh, coach uh, Berube uh, the Blues you know not their best effort but uh, you know anytime you can get two wins in a row back-to-back -back games you're doing pretty good Stasny had a big game in front of his home crowd as he said he still lives there Came up with the Avalanche, had a great career with them. They just couldn't afford him, uh, and the Blues were able to sign him several years ago. So uh, I'm sure he still has feelings for the city, and nice to see him do well in front of his friends. 
I had a good game from Carter Hutton. You know, even though he allowed a couple goals in, you know, one of them was, of course, that uh, goal that went in that probably should have been goalie interference. But, you know, stuff happens. You know, the Avalanche got that call, and they didn't get the call they wanted on the offsides. You know, stop whining about it. You got one call. You didn't get the other one. And that one was truly offsides. So this game could have been a lot worse than you think. It could have been uh, it could have been a very easy uh, four to two game. If that goal would have been disallowed, we wouldn't even be talking about the offsides play. That wouldn't even be mentioned. So the Blues get two big back-to-back wins. Schwartzy gets his fourth goal of two nights and I think the sixth of the year. Big game for Jaden Schwartz. Nice to see him still playing well. I think he's going to be pretty consistent this year. Just a great, great win for the Blues. They were tired. They were worn out emotionally, physically from the Blackhawks game. And uh, nice to see them travel so far and get that win in that city. They move on Saturday. They'll be in the Golden Knights Arena, T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. A beautiful arena, guys. If you get to go there, go. I know a lot of us people from St. Louis are going to be at that game Saturday. Everybody hopefully will get to see each other there. And it should be just a fun atmosphere for everybody coming from out of town. And a nice place to see the game. They can see former Blue David Perron. And, uh, you know, just a very, very nice place uh, to be. Vegas is always fun. Just remember, guys, when you go, don't gamble too much. Don't drink too much. And uh, sleep on the way back from your red-eye flight. I'm sure that's what most of you will be taking. If not, get enough sleep the night before if you take a morning flight. Because when you drink all night long and you're out till 4 or 5 in the morning, you've got to take that... 645 flight on Southwest Airlines back to St. Louis. Uh, it's it's hard to do. I've been on that flight, so I know. Anyway, guys, thanks again for joining me for another episode of the Drop Podcast brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Join me next time for the next game recap where we'll be recapping the Golden Knights game, which is played tomorrow night. Have a great day, a great rest of your weekend. And for those of you going to Vegas, be careful. And let's go blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow the Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or the Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.